Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Here for a Good Time podcast. Once again, I am your host, Holly Kilgore, and joining me today is someone very special. He has been a big part of my life for 15 years and also a big pain in my ass. Call me crazy, but I agreed to move in with this guy. (laughs) I am overjoyed and super pleased to welcome my friend and roomie, Gregory Martin Lowe. (laughs) I'll go by Greg. Go like Greg. Okay, I was trying to be like super professional. It's very regal. It's very regal. Junior, you forgot the junior. Oh, sorry. Gregory, Gregory Martin Lowe Jr. There we go. All right. How often do you get asked if you are related to Rob Lowe? Oh, you're like like straight into it, girl. This is one of those podcasts. Um, probably like maybe three times a year. Not super often, but like often enough that I remember a number. (laughs) Yeah. I feel if I was meeting you for the first time, that would be my ultimate Mm go-to. Is Rob Lowe related to you in any way? Yeah. I don't know, to be honest with you. I mean, Um, I think your proper answer should be yes. That's where I get my good looks from. Okay. Like, okay. Well, see, you thought this is this. I did not clearly... Well, I'm just coming at you with uh, them quick, honey. All right. So I'm going to act as if we are at church right now. Is your cell phone turned off and or on silent? I'm glad you asked me because my cell phone is definitely not turned off and or on silent. But there it is. It is now. Fantastic. It's also going down on the table. It's done. Great. So we were supposed to start this podcast uh, about an hour ago, um, but for the last 15 minutes, Greg was giving me a hard time about not eating the basil and herbs that our in our uh, garden, so to speak, I guess. On you our patio. That, on our patio. Yeah. Um, so Greg, why are you giving me such a hard time about not eating the basil out there why aren't you eating the basil out there this is the thing guys we live in toronto and we have a very big problem with raccoons this time of year and literally every time i walk out of the house once the sun is down it's like you're gonna get attacked by fucking raccoons there's probably like two there's not two there is a one time i came home it was like 10 30 at night if that there was a family of probably five or six raccoons just circling around on our patio, and I couldn't get into the house. So, no, this is my thing. I'm not eating basil that has raccoon piss on it. Okay, first of all, you have no proof that there's raccoon piss on any of the uh, herbs or the lettuce that I grow on our patio. <laughs> oh, and the lettuce. And sorry. the lettuce. <laughs> I have not bought lettuce in weeks. Um, but uh, in saying that, you just wash it. With what? Pine salt? That's the only way I would eat it. Okay, but what animals do you think are in, like, the patches of, like, things where your vegetables come from? I don't visually see the animals. So they don't exist? No. <laughs> I mean, I know that they're there, but I don't have to actually see them trampling over my lettuce and or basil, so... What about manure? Like, farmers use manure. That's, like, horseshit and cow I don't even think about that. But it's, it's there. I'm a city girl. I don't just, think about just... that. <laughs> You're not going to eat any plants anymore. <laughs> no more plants. Or anything grade fed. Yeah. Goodbye, greens. Yeah. It's been a it's been a nice run. It'll be a wine diet. Cheers. Cheers, Cheers. by the way. We have our rosé going. Very uh, white girl. And I guess in your case, white boy. But we'll just go with white On girl. On a Wednesday night. On a Wednesday night. It's been a long week, guys. 
All right. Um, so I thought we could start off by just talking about our first impressions of one another, because as I stated earlier, we have been friends for 15 years. We have. You're getting wine on your computer. Oh, yeah. See, I, I haven't had dinner yet and I'm spilling wine everywhere. This is this is what happens. Right. First impression. But yeah. First impression. So first impression. background, we met when we were 15. Less than that. Okay, 14 and three quarters. We're, we're, no, we were like 14. It was grade, was it grade nine or 10? September starting in grade nine. So, yeah. I was 13. No, you weren't. Not in September in grade nine. We were 14 in September in our grade nine year because we turned, we were 13, sorry, because we turned 14 that December. Yes. Okay, so we were 14 and a little, like, we're almost 15. We'll go with 14. No, almost 14. I'm getting confused. <laughs> math is not my forte. Okay, first impressions of one another. I I'm gonna go first because I actually have a really funny story. Did you prepare this? No, I'm I didn't. So I mean, I have notes. I have notes going, but it's supposed to be organic. My goodness. Okay, so first impressions of Greg uh, when we first met. Um, just setting setting the atmosphere here, guys. Um, grade nine, St. Francis Xavier Secondary School. Standing by my locker. Don't really have much friends because two people from my elementary school went to the same high school as I did. So I'm standing by my locker, lonely, depressed, just wanting to be noticed by a cute boy (laughs) who walks up. Greg Lowe. You walked up to me. I don't know if you remember this. I do. I do not remember any of this. (laughs) You actually had written down on a piece of paper your phone number. So you you approached me and you you came up to me and you introduced yourself. You said hi, and uh, you handed me this piece of paper. And all you said was "call me" and walked away. I opened up the piece of paper that you handed me, and written on it, it started off with one eight hundred, and then your phone number, and then in brackets it said "for a good time." Oh my god! Which is very appropriate for the name of this podcast because the name of the podcast is here for a good time. Yes. So this, you know, circles making circles, guys. This is all tying in perfectly it's well. Organic. It's just so organic. <laughs> it's so organic. So that was my first impression of you. Like the douche alarms went off in my head. I was like, oh my god, okay, that's so crazy. <laughs> um, but fifteen years later. Nothing ever happened. I didn't know. You know what? We dated for three days. We dated for three whole days. It may have been four. How was it dating me for three, almost four full days, Greg? Uh, well, I'm gay now. <laughs> <laughs> That's how well it turned out, guys. I turned him gay. I turned him to the boys. No, but, uh, no, it's fine. I can't remember. Oh, my God. We're getting so old. I'm coming to the point now where I'm just like, I can't remember. 30 this year. You remember this, but like there's stuff that I remember from when we first met that you don't remember. Well, I just said my first impression, so okay. the floor is yours, honey. Go. Okay. Um, I, can't, I don't remember my exact first impression of you, but I remember some of the ridiculous things we did when we went to high school, which was kind of like funny now. Um, so first impression, I just remember like meeting Holly and uh, we went to a school with uniforms and she was, like, one of the only people, or sorry, only girls who, like, looked good in the uniform. So I will say that. And I didn't pay him to say that, guy. <laughs> uh, yeah, you were definitely, like, I feel like they did not suit females, the female figure, very well, well unfortunately. It was, they were slots, essentially. Yeah. The pants. And they, did you have a kilt? You had a kilt. I had a kilt. I probably wore my kilt a total of three times over the course of a four-year uh, high school, like, 
Well, we did five years, but I mean, well. uh, yeah, I wasn't going to well. announce that to the world, but yeah, we did five years, but it's gotten us to good places. So mm-hmm. put those hater blockers on and boy, bye. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Okay, so, so no, I had a kilt, but I just never wore it. Okay. So I remember that. And then the other thing, like, um, one of, one of the funniest things was there came a point in time where Holly and I actually had two lockers each. <laughs> yeah, I and then, so one was like a shoe locker. Uh, one was like a, a like book, like actual school stuff locker, like your bag and your books. And the other one was a jacket locker that we both shared and had the combination to. So we split up our stuff amongst <laughs> uh, three lockers. And I remember when my brother first started at that high school, mm-hmm. um, he had to share a locker with one other person because, like, the new extension wasn't open yet. So Peasants. Peasants. So we <laughs> had three, <laughs> and they had none. Uh, You're making us sound like really good people right now. We are really good people. I think it formed our affinity for organizing yes very true organized i mean even now in our apartment i have three closets in my bedroom alone i know that sounds really fucking bougie but i mean i literally have a closet just for my shoes i don't know if i've actually told you this (laughs) what but as soon as you move out i'm taking your room (laughs) duh it's the best room in the house hello i mean it does have its own like little like balcony that i never go on but i would throw out a blanket and just like sit there yeah guys so for those of you who are completely interested in the layout of our apartment (laughs) um my room uh faces the back of our house and uh i have this neat little i want to call it veranda but it's not it's a roof it's like a patio but it's like a patio it just it's not safe they just uh, they they put the floor down they haven't put up the um the, the guardrails. The guard. The, the, the guardrails. Rails. Makes me sound like I'm in a jail. Yeah. Um, but no, I like I never I, I never would be up reading there. on that all of the time. Well, I did it once and then I left a chair. So it was one of the oh, really got in, <laughs> got in trouble for it. It was one of the first really nice days of summer of this year, and it was a beautiful Saturday morning. I was like, I'm gonna sit outside with my coffee, not my Caesar. It was a coffee, I promise. And uh, sat outside there with my book and was just reading, listening to music, enjoying my time. We received a text message from our landlord the following day. I guess he had done a drive-by, and he saw the chair that I was sitting on on the balcony, and he sent us a text saying to remove the chair that we are not permitted to sit out there. So... I mean, there is a door. I mean, if there's a door that's, you know, open and closed, it's, honey, you're either going in or out. open or closed. Exactly. Specifically now, because AC is on, and... I need, I need that cold, cold air. Yeah, we are both sweating here like whores in church because we do not have central air in our apartment. We have um, AC upstairs in our bedrooms, but I decided to do this podcast in our dining room so we could sit lovingly across from one another at the dining room table, look into each other's eyes. I, as I put on my sunglasses. As you put on your sunglasses, yeah. but literally, like, the boob sweat right now is real. Uh, okay, so our, our apartment's gorgeous. We just don't have AC in the pool, which is fine. Um, it's pretty, it's pretty, it's pretty good for the most part. Yeah. But as far as Toronto apartments go, we have it pretty good. We have it like stellar and I have moved, I've had what, three apartments in Toronto? One, two, three, this is my fourth. Um, so, and this is my favorite so far, but moving on. Cause you're living with me. (laughs) 
I work from home, so imagine sitting like all no. day. <laughs> like I also like, we'll we'll get to that later. I also don't know. I think that the idea of working from home is such a wonderful thing because you literally can leave your bed, walk downstairs in your pajamas, your boxers, nude, I whatever the fuck you sleep in pretty much, yeah. and just start working. That's a wonderful thing. We'll get into this. We'll, we'll get into we'll, it. We'll get into okay, so this I, is I actually... Some, I have some points on this. Fantastic. <laughs> well, this is actually on brand right now because I wanted to talk about... Um, I want to start the segment of funny moment of the week or funny moment of the day. So uh, for me, it's very easy to have funny moments of the week because I work with children. So daily I am given such golden material Mm, that I come home and I will just have so many funny stories to share. So today I have a quick one, actually. This is going to be my funny moment of the week. I have this really great um, young girl. She's just hilarious, great sense of humor. So we were talking today, and she said something super funny. Like, mm-hmm. she has sass, she has realness, and she's seven years old. And it's like talking to a 30-year-old. She's just fantastic. So I, she had said something really funny, and I looked at her, and I said, you are so cute. And she looked at me, she smiled. She goes, yeah, I know. Oh, no. And I'm like, yeah, like, own it, girl. Like, great. I love this. But then what she said leading that, I was, it just, it was also my funny moment of the week, but also kind of like the moment I had to go cry in the bathroom afterwards. She goes, well, Holly, you're not cute because you're old. (sighs) And my colleague was standing behind me and at first she burst out laughing, but then I think she saw my face at first. And then she was like, Oh no, that's not good. That's not good. (laughs) You can't say that. So I had a kid. In her defense, I probably would have laughed too. Oh, I laughed afterwards because in <laughs> retrospect, it's this child is goals. AF, she's hilarious. But I got age shamed by a seven-year-old today. Mm. So, yeah, that is my funny moment of the week because kids just say the darndest things. And I thought that was pretty freaking hilarious. So I have one in a similar fashion. Okay. Um... Yeah, so like I was I was talking to a friend on the phone and basically what happened was they I used like a messaging service <clears throat> during the day like through work um and they asked me they're like oh like what is How old is this person? 28 and I no. hear me out. Had a moment, and I was like, excuse me, you don't know what MSN is? Like, Facebook Messenger? And then they were like, no, I'm just kidding. I know what MSN is. I just wanted to really hear you freak out about your age right now. That <laughs> is like, great. Oh, my God. I hate love you right now. Uh, I don't actually care about my age, but it was just one of those moments where you, you get that moment where you're like, how dare you? I don't think I'm old. <laughs> I love that your funny moments of the week are so relatable they and intertwined. Relatable. Again, circles making circles. Oh Circle. my God. Organic. One high no peak. What's the infinity circle? Is it like a figure eight? <laughs> it is a sideways figure eight, It's like eight, a horizontal, yeah. yeah. Uh, or horizontal, whatever yeah, you want to call it. Um, yeah, no, I. that's hilarious. I'm not... I, you know what? I think about turning 30 this year and I get freaked out. I'm not going to lie. I, I think about it. I'm like, oh my gosh, there's so much more that I want to do. My 20s. What did I do in my 20s? Mm-hmm. My 20s were filled with going to school and working. Like I haven't traveled that much. Like I've traveled to places, but it's always been yeah. to the same place essentially. Right. 
Um, but thinking about it, getting older, it's scary, but it's also, it's kind of a good thing in a way. Okay. You kind of have to own it. And I'm now thinking about being 30. I've kind of mentally made goals for myself to work towards Okay. with keeping in mind that, Oh my God, I'm going to be 30 this year. These are the things I want to accomplish and do. How am I going to go about doing it? You're mm-hmm. not getting any younger girl. Yeah. That's kind of my way of thinking. Okay. But I think, and I, I like that. Um, I think it's mine's very similar. Mine is just cut, like, I'm just excited to start a new like chapter, like a new section of my life. You know what I mean? Like my twenties were pretty awesome. I did a lot of learning. Um, which is what I think your twenties are for. Um, I feel like I know who I am now and like what I want to be. And I have a better idea now than I did before of how I'm going to get there. If that, yeah, I think that makes sense. You are so grown up. <sighs> I still eat like peanut butter and jelly. Sandwiches. Oh my God. So... You know what I did today on my lunch break? So I worked, uh, 11 hours today and I had a 45 minute lunch break. Um, that's what I did. Um, I think I, I feel like I know what you did. <laughs> I, I can't believe I'm admitting this, but whatever. McDonald's? No. You stole snacks from the school to eat. I didn't. Yes, you did. You I stole mean, them from children. It technically isn't stealing because they offer food fresh, which is fantastic. Great thing about working in a you are most of your dates come from being on dating apps right yes okay so what dating apps are you on currently um currently i It's an easy hookup thing, right? Yes. So I'm just not, I mean, sex is sex. Everyone loves sex. 
you're lying if you say that you don't love sex, but I'm more of a person where if I'm going to be intimate with someone in that sense, I want to have that emotional connection with them as well. And some sort of chemistry that's more than just physical. Right. So I found with Tinder, I was receiving a lot of messages from men that were basically looking for one thing and one thing only at the time I was in my life. Was I okay with that idea? I was open to it, but I wasn't necessarily ready to be like, all right, let's just mm-hmm. fucking do it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So Tinder, I know what Tinder works. Grinder. I'm under the impression that it has that same kind of reputation, but it's strictly just for the gay community, right? Correct. So like, it's, I, I can't say it's like Tinder. It's similar in a similar fashion, like Tinder, Um, but in saying that, like, you don't have to like or not like somebody, uh, to have a conversation with them. It's simply like, you'll see them, like it's location based, just like Tinder. So like, it's always going to list the closest people to you at the top. And then you just go down the list. Um, and then you see one photo. Only one? It's only one photo. Oh, I feel a lot of people would get catfished that way. Well, I see, I've never been catfished. Uh, but, um... I can understand how people could get catfished. There's been legal issues with Grindr. Really? Before. Like, there's one guy whose ex took his photo, made him out, and he sends hookups to his, like, work. So he pretends to be the guy. He sends people to his, like, work or to his door, and he'll say things like, I might say no, but, like, it's just because I want to live a fantasy where you, like tackle me to the floor in my home and then like take me and this and like he uh sued grinder and grinder still like won't prevent it from happening okay that's rob kardashian level crazy <laughs> that is, this week in the news this week in the news <laughs> rob kardashian of black china have you heard but in saying that like i i uh i do use it um most of the dates I've gone on there because of it. Dates. Okay. So here's my thing. With Grinder having the reputation of being hookup central, which yeah. is, there's nothing wrong about not placing judgment at, at all. There's one thing I will never judge people on, and it's their sexual... Right? Right, I guess you could say. <laughs> I mean, if you want to have sex, you want to have sex. I'm just trying to figure out here... Um, what people use these apps for, ideally. So for you, Grinder, you go into it knowing that it's mainly for hookups, correct? So it's it's gotten that reputation, yes. I go into it knowing that that's 100% a possibility. Okay. Um, but there are also, like, I find that, like, the people who are there for hookups, like, 50% of them are also there for dates as well. So, like, if but some, 50% is only half of the people on Grindr. But, I mean, 50% of the people who are only there for hookups. Okay. So, that, like, segment of Grindr, like, I okay. find, like, a lot of them also want dates. So, like, if you start talking to them, like, with the intention to hook up and it just doesn't happen, which happens all of the time, um, you'll, like, pick up, like, maybe a few days later or a week later. And then, all of a sudden, you're going on a date. Like, you know what I mean? So... There is that intent, like, there is that attitude where it's just for hookups, but, um, like, most of my dates have come from Grindr, if not all of them within the last, like, five years. Which is great, because that's very on-brand for the dating scene now. These days is, and, you know, I'll talk to people who are older, Mm -hmm. and they just won't understand, like, my mom, for instance, does not understand 
online dating. She thinks it's unsafe. She doesn't really think that it's natural. I mean, mind you, not online dating in the sense of it's a harmony or match. Like, I think that she's on par with. But it's just, it's just as dangerous, though. Yeah... I guess because she's heard a lot of bad stories on the news and she works with some younger people at the hospital as well that have these horror stories of Tinder and online dating apps now that are, I mean, these online dating apps, they're free. So they're so easily accessible. Everyone has a smartphone. Anyone can download a dating app like Tinder or Grindr or Bumble or whatever it may be and put themselves out there. Yeah. So you really never know who you're getting. I mean, mind you, my mom gets mad at me if I take an Uber somewhere. So <laughs> she just thinks I mean, it's Uber unsafe. Uber can be dangerous. Uh, do I have stories about Uber drivers? That is a whole other. I could do that a, is whole, a whole other podcast. Yes, I could do a whole <laughs> podcast based on my experiences with Uber drivers. We could call it like something like Uber. Ooh, Uber. Uh, okay, so getting off topic here. Um, I want to know. I want to hear about good stories from your online mm-hmm. dating or your general dating experiences as well, but that's been fun for anyone to listen to. So I want to get down to the nitty gritty here, girl. I want to know about your worst ever date experience from Tinder, Grinder, whatever app you're on, or if you've met someone organically. Organically. That's the, that's the theme of this podcast here. Uh, yeah, I just want to know your, your worst experience from dating so far if you can think of one if you don't have one i have one okay trust me i have one i think everybody has one um mine was with a guy who i met on grinder grinder um we went on about uh three dates oh okay and then i um told him like we should see other people why did you tell him that after three days? Just wasn't feeling it. No chemistry? Just wasn't, there wasn't any chemistry. Very nice person. Um, good looking. Uh, but there was like, there wasn't much chemistry. Did you stick with him? Yes. And no sexual chemistry? It was all right. Like, and, no, there was no sexual So he sucked in bed. You can be honest. Well, it wasn't, it was, it's not that he sucked. It's just we weren't a match in bed. And I don't mean like top bottom. Like, I just mean like. Okay, where my line goes with this, <clears throat> if you don't really know a person super well yet, but you have slept with them. If you have really amazing sexual chemistry with that person, I feel you would try and push it further past the third date. 100%. Exactly. So that's, so the sex wasn't great. You've had better or you've it had wasn't, worse. But see, it wasn't just the sex. It was also like the personality. But that's what I mean. If, if the sex was great, if you had sex so oh, early I, on. I would have been like, okay, maybe the personality will shine on the next date. Exactly. I get what you're saying. That's, that's okay. where I'm going with here. But um, so that, yeah. So like, whatever. Like he was, he was, he was all right. And then, um, so yeah, like I said to him, like, you know what? I'm just not feeling it. Like something personal. Like it's just not a match. Okay. So. He did this over text, in person. In person because oh. I am like a proper gentleman. I don't know what's going on with my throat right now, so one sec. <clears throat> I keep coughing, guys, and I'm so really rude. sorry. This is a professional podcast. How dare you? I know. Uh, but then um, he messaged me like a few weeks later. A few then... weeks after you had told. Okay, so when you had told him in person that you just didn't feel it anymore, what was his response to that? He definitely wasn't happy, and he was like, I feel like you didn't give us a chance. Okay. Um, and then what happened and next... And then he was like, boy, bye! <laughs> so then what happened next 
was he messaged me maybe like a few weeks or a month later and he was like do you want to grab a coffee and I was like sure why not like fuck it like we're we're going for coffee we go for coffee and then we end up going on a couple more dates now I, he, he, like, managed to get me to date him again for a few more days. You got suckered in. I got suckered in. Then I got really sick. And I was sick for literally, like, three or four weeks. Like, I had um, the flu. And then from that, I got, like, the, um, oh, what's it called? Tonsillitis. Strep throat. Okay, same thing. And I remember this, actually. You were really, really sick. It was really, the really winter sick. I was sick for, like, like yeah. three or four weeks straight. It lasted like, an eternity. It was horrible. Um, and then I was better and whatever. So then um, I go to meet up with him. And I and and this time, or sorry, I go to say to him, you know what? I don't, like, I'm really sick right now. He doesn't believe me. He thinks I'm lying, blah, blah, blah. He's grilling me. He thinks I'm ghosting him. And I said to him, I was like, no, I'm, like, honestly really sick. Like, I, like, I can't go out and, like, see right now. Like, blah, 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 blah. Uh, and then he started getting angry and thought that I was ghosting him. And I was like, I'm not actually ghosting you. I'm actually very sick. <laughs> like, I would not, I would like to not be, I would like to not be sick right now. Yeah. Uh, and he didn't believe me. So I was like, kind of like, go fuck yourself. Um, so that was like the setup. The rest is pretty quick. He sent me a text message and said, uh, do you, this is like months later. We had no communication. Um, we stopped talking because he didn't, he was calling me a liar. And I was like, well, fuck you. Like we've gone on a few dates. Like you're like, get out of my life. Like, I don't care. Um, so he messages me and goes, do you want to like meet up for like a bite or whatever? So wait, this is the third time just to clarify that months later, but like the third time essentially that you have, sorry, he has attempted to get back into my life. Mm. And then I stage up, clean up. This is right. And then this is the best part. So I agree. I'm like, yeah, you know what? Like, we can go out for, like, a bite or whatever. We're on our way to the restaurant. We meet at an intersection. We're walking towards the restaurant. It's about a five-minute walk. On the way to the restaurant, um, we're just making small talk, blah, 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 talking about how everything's going. It's been a few months. Like, basically just saying hi. Um, I go to, like, open the door to the restaurant. And I say to him, I'm like, so what are you doing, like, later? And he's like, well, we're hanging out. It's like 5 p.m. on a Saturday in the summer. Um, And I'm like, we're hanging out. And then, uh, or sorry, he asked what I was doing later. And I was like, I asked what he was doing later. See, now I'm all confused. That's okay. So you asked him what he was doing later. This is how long it's been. And he said, well, we're hanging out. But it was only 5 p.m. And it was only 5 p.m. And I was just like. um, I have plans, bitch. No, like, I I was just going to, like, go to, like, a bar or something with some friends. He looks at me as we're walking into the restaurant to sit down. Uh, this conversation is happening on the way to the table. And he was just like, so we're not on a date? And I was like, what? And he was like, well, I thought you said I was going, like, we were going out on a date. And I was like, you asked me to, like, just meet up for a bite. Like, at what point did this become a date? <laughs> Please tell me at this point you pulled a Karen from Mean Girls and just went, <laughs> I'm sick. Uh, no. So now we're ordering, and I... Wait, you still I ordered, I ordered, and I was hungry, and I wanted to eat, girl. I wanted to eat. I don't care how hungry I fucking was. What if he I, bought me my chicken roti? What if he didn't? Think about this. What if he didn't? And I wouldn't have the story. So then we're sitting there, and, like, we had ordered our food, and we're just sitting there awkwardly, 
and like all of a sudden I guess the like switch just flipped in his head and he just starts like verbally saying like attacking me being like you know you are so indecisive you can't figure out what you want and who you want it with blah 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 and I'm sitting there like eating a chicken roti and I'm just like "Uh uh-huh uh-huh like as I'm eating Mm -hmm. because I'm like this shit like you know what I don't care about you you must sit here and talk smack. You sit here and talk smack. I'm going to eat my roti. It's going to be great. It was great. Did he pay for it or did you? Oh, I have no fucking clue at this point. <laughs> oh, so you hadn't paid the bill yet. It was no. just, okay, okay. So we're eating and like, he's just going off on me. And all I could think in my head was, I can't make a scene right now because I really like this restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's bad when you're on, quote unquote, a date with someone and you're more, more focused on how yummy the food is or how nice the restaurant is. The other person's just talking. You're just like, yeah, I'm just enjoying my fucking chicken roti right now. What? Well, whatever. We paid. We go to leave. And it was horrible. Um, I wanted to get the fuck out of there because apparently I was on a date and I didn't know it when all someone said to me was like, let's grab a bite. I haven't spoken for like four or five months. Yeah, you got suckered in. I got suckered in. And then right as we walk into the restaurant, I'm like, oh my God, it's it's finally over. Like, this horrifying date is over. And um, he looks at me and he goes, which, or I look at him and I go, I'm going um, left. I'm like, you live that way. You're going that way, right? And he's like, no, I'm going in the same direction as you. Walks beside me on the street in silence. And then I go to, like, I see that, like, it's, you know, I'm going across the street because I'm, like, almost home. And I'm, like, okay, I'll see you later. And he's, like, what? And I was, like, I will see you later. Like, nice seeing you. Uh, And he's, like, what? And, like, as if, like, I don't know what's supposed to be occurring at this moment in time. And then I turn to, like, leave and the light changed, so I couldn't cross the street. So now I'm standing there awkwardly. So you're stuck there. The date would not end. No. So, okay. He sounds like a psychopath. I think he could have been a psychopath. Clearly mentally unstable. Not to poke fun at mental illness or anything like that. As you know, I'm a huge advocate for that whole community and everything. I mean, that's what my career is built off of. However, fucking crazy. I'm glad you got away from that. I mean, you tried three times, honey. It Clearly. Third time's a charm. Let's just put it that way. There was a fourth time. Fuck off. Okay. <laughs> I have no sympathy for you at this point. I really don't. Well, here's the, the flip side of Grinder. <laughs> a dick is a dick. <laughs> Literally, like, three years later, uh, he, we saw each other on Grinder, and I was like, I can't remember why, like we didn't, like, become a thing, because I completely forgot about the incident, and then, um, he invited me over for a drink, and I went over for a drink, oh, and a drink went to whatever, and then, like, as I was leaving, he's like, so I'll see you soon, and I was like, huh? So, after this three-year lapse... I went back. You went back, but the only, question... Only for good time. But that's what I mean. Was it a good time? What you, The sex was mediocre a before. I mean, it really isn't, though. <laughs> I made that joke because it's a fucking joke. A dick isn't a dick. There are many different sizes and different looks and many other different things. I'm it was a nice one. A, a nice-looking penis, one thing. Does it do the job, another? Listen, it, it was... You know what? It did the job that night. Okay. I have no shame about it. Uh, you should I have no regret about it. Okay. I got my fill. Not literally. <laughs> but... <laughs> 
Mayfield all the way. Hi. Um, all right. Sorry uh, if anyone's grandmother is listening to this, and sorry if mine is, but that's probably not even happening. But that anyway. was my, it was my horrible day. Yeah, that's a pretty bad one. Yeah. Just because there were so many circumstances leading afterwards. Um, Greg's currently handing me a, a piece of Kleenex to wipe my boobs wet because. Uh, to be fair, I, I gave it to her after I started wiping my forehead. We yeah. closed all the windows specifically for you guys. Because we live right on a busy road in Toronto, and um, the TTC bus goes we're by. We're selling this apartment. We really are, you guys. It's actually really nice. Um, our neighbors are crackheads. No, I'm kidding. There's um, one crackhead since Thank God. Well, we're in we're in Bloor West. So if you guys ever been to the West Village, it's a super nice area. We're right near High Park. It's I mean, High Park at nighttime can get pretty fucking weird. I've been in High Park at night, and I've been one of the weird kids, so, like, I can't judge. I mean, I'm judging you right now. It's okay. That's fine. Okay. Um, I'm trying to think of myself for any funny Tinder stories to yeah, be. I just went on, like, a long-winded rant. And I so loved you, every second. You need, to, you need to figure out a bad story right now. So I haven't been on many Tinder dates because, again, I wasn't on it for that mm-hmm. long. Um, I think in total I've been on, like, three dates like three different people I've met off of Tinder and one of them, it only lasted one date and I'm going to get into why, uh, without naming names, because this is a safe place. And, uh, my guy's name is Paul. Oh my God. That's Paul with a capital P. <laughs> um, P for bad penis. Um, no, I'm kidding. Uh, no, I, I'm trying to make this as quick as possible. Cause I really don't think it's that interesting, but it actually was probably the worst date I've ever been on. Um, with, the, with a gentleman who was a, or claimed to be a professional athlete Ooh. for a Toronto sports team. Um, so it was promising. I was like, Hey, he has a good career. He's attractive. He offered to take me to dinner for our first date to a really, really nice restaurant in Liberty village. So yes. I was like, you know what? All right, Which one was it? Uh, Williams Landing. I've never actually been there. I lived in Liberty Village. I love Williams Landing. It's actually a pretty cool place. Good food, and it's good, like, good patio. And The patio looks gorgeous from, yeah. from below when you're a peasant. From below, and you can't go up there. Uh, no, so it was super nice. So um, we meet, and we decided to meet in the parking lot of the restaurant. And so he texts me when he gets there. He's like, I'm here. And I was like, okay, I'm pulling in now. And he describes my car to me. He's like, is this you? I said, yes. So he walks up to my car, opens my car door for me. Doesn't even say hello, doesn't say anything. The first thing he says is, I'm having a really bad hair day. Do I wear a hat or no? Well, that's a deal breaker. And I'm just like, hi, so nice to meet you, strange man. I don't give a shit about your hair at this point. <laughs> right? I don't care. He's like, no, no, please, please come to my car. And, and I, I brought three hats. I need you to decide which one. I'm like, come to your fucking car. Did you was I born yesterday? Mama raised no fool, honey. I am not going to your car. And I was like, well, no, I'll, I'll wait here if you want my opinion. You know, bring it out of your car and show me. So he pulls out a fedora okay. and a baseball hat. What, I was, am, what was the rest of the outfit oh, before we? Oh, Greg no. just spilled a glass of wine. <laughs> well. All over his cell phone. It's waterproof. His phone is waterproof. You can use the Kleenex I use for my boob sweat. It's okay. I'm going to make noise quickly. But okay. I'll continue my story. Continue your story, girl. So uh, he, he pulls out a fedora and a baseball hat. It's organic. It's, this is an organic podcast. All natural. Here, guys. Um, one thing for me is fedoras are never okay. 
no man should ever wear a fucking fedora. I don't care where you are, who you are. If you're fucking Bruno Mars, it's not okay. And I love Bruno Mars. Never wear a fedora or baseball hat. Love baseball hats. I wear them frequently myself, but not when I'm going one on a first date and two to a nice restaurant. So I chose the lesser of two evils based on circumstance. And I said the fedora because we were going to a restaurant and baseball caps are just a no-no. Yeah, I think that's fair. Right. So we walk into the restaurant. He opens all the doors for me. Seems like a perfect gentleman, even though I was, at this point, I was trying to bypass the weirdness that have already happened in the first five minutes of this date. So we walk into the restaurant and we sit down at the table. He looks at me and he says, I'm not happy with where we're sitting. And I'm like, okay, what's wrong with where we're sitting? He's like, the chairs are too low. I was like, all right. Um, you can see my face right now. <laughs> Yeah, disdain. Um, yeah, so he pulls our server over and asks her if we can move tables. I mean, perfectly fine, but I think for a first date, you suck up those kind of things. If you're out with friends and that's just your personality, if, if you don't like where you're sitting and you have to move, fine. Those are your friends. They love you regardless. Love for eternity. This is a first date where you're trying to set an impression. So we move tables. He didn't like the second table we were placed at. Bye. He asked again. Bye. Bye. <laughs> he asked again if we could be moved tables. Waitress is looking at me like, girl, what the fuck are you doing if you, with this if, guy? If you need to run, I will, right. I, will, I will hold him back. I know. So we move to the third table. I sit down, and then my sassiness comes out. I have no filter, naturally. I try to keep that composed a lot of the time. But at this point, my buttons were all being fucking pushed, like Will Ferrell when he walks into that elevator in Elf and he pushes all the elevator buttons. They were all getting pushed at this point. So we sat down. Podcast. Right? We sit down at the third table, and I asked him, I said, is this table okay with you? And I realized my tone at first. I was like, oh, like, bitchy level, turn it down yeah. a notch hall. Uh, he says, yeah, yeah, no, it's great. We're right by the window. It's perfect. Great. So our waitress comes, takes our drink order, walks away. He looks at me and he goes, you know, I'm usually into Asian chicks, but this one just rubs me the wrong way. Yeah. In no way do you on a date talk about other women. You don't do that. Uh, I'm usually into Asian chicks, but, uh, oh, sorry, I got itch my balls here for a second. <clears throat> but she's rubbing me the wrong way. Wait, quick segue. We yeah. need to have, okay, we need to, I need to have a conversation here. Okay. Okay. A few quick questions for context. Yeah. Um, was he good looking? He was better looking in his pictures. He was not that good looking in person. I did not get the butterflies or I was not. One to ten. Everyone's one to ten. It's relative. Like it's so different. You're you're one to my one to ten. He was probably a six. Okay. Next question. Um, What sport was it that he claimed to play? I don't want to say. No, you need to say it now. Lacrosse. Okay. Okay. I can see why that would be attractive. Yeah. Okay. Like very manly sport. um, You know. Yeah. I mean, like it's like hockey. I like hockey. I played hockey. I'm not attracted to hockey players. Oh. Um, I'm attracted to IT nerds. Hey, mm. Chris, if you're listening, love you, baby. Um, <laughs> um, so, yeah, so he says that, and I'm, like, really put off. Um, I just don't find that kind of so how behavior appropriate. 
Well, I mean, it ended uh, quite abruptly. In the middle of the date, however, I just want to note, I'm pretty sure he was either really drunk or on some sort of narcotic because he kept... He was sweating profusely. He took the fedora off at this point because he said he was too hot. Um, so he had, what was his hair when he took it off? Uh, very, like, flat. Very flat to his mm, forehead. He, he said he had just come from practice, so that's why um, he wanted to wear a hat. So he's like trying to put, I'm an athlete. I just came from practice, baby girl. Mm. Uh, it didn't work for him. Uh, <laughs> is that the place he used? <laughs> exactly like this. Who I was yeah. like, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Take me in the bathroom now. Um... Yeah, hair flat to the head, beads of sweat rolling down his face. But he kept, I wish this, um, you could, anyone listening could see me right now. His eyes kept closing and he kept falling forwards onto the table. And then he would wake up. He probably did this about five or six times. And I kept asking him, like, are you okay? Are you okay? And he goes, after the sixth time, he was like, I'm really sorry, but I have to go outside and have a cigarette. I was like, oh, okay. Go and do that. He's gone for 25 minutes. Why were you still in the restaurant? I know, and I'm, like, giving you shit. I was verily, verily, I was verily, I was very new to the dating scene at this point. Um, it was a new thing for me. I I wanted to leave, but I also was like, God, well, he's standing right outside the restaurant. I would have to walk past him. He's a big... You, didn't have, you, you were so new back into the dating yeah. scene. You didn't have the dating scene confidence. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. Um, and... Like, I never had much, like, I didn't have experience with dating, like, in person, right? You, like, you get what I mean? Yeah, no, I get it. Um, so, yes, yeah, so he comes back 25 minutes later, um, smelling lovely, um, and uh, he apologizes, and he's, I'm really sorry, uh, I was talking to one of the waitresses that works here outside. I was like, oh, <laughs> okay. He goes, yeah, but don't worry. I was explaining to her that I was on a first date with you and I was showing her all of your pictures and she was talking about how hot you were and how lucky I was. Like, is that supposed to make me feel better? That I mean, is so uncomfortable. Yeah. So <sighs> disgusting. So our food comes. He's still doing this whole thing where his eyes are closing and he's falling forward and then, like, he wakes up again. And he's, like, really fucking weird. So, um... We settle up. We're asked if we want dessert. I'm like a hard no on this one. Like, get me the fuck out of here. Mm-hmm. Um, we walk out of the restaurant, and as we're walking out, he's like, can I hold your hand? And I was like, mm-hmm. okay. Um, oh, no, sorry. That's not what happened. This is what happened. I had my purse in one hand, but I made sure to hold it in the hand that was against him, like on his side. So you wouldn't try to grab your hand. Exactly. So he looked, Good call. I try, honey. I try. He looked down at me and he said, well, what's in your hand? I said, my purse. And he grabbed my purse from my hand, placed it in my other hand and grabbed my, my free hand now and said, can I hold your hand? But you're already holding your, as he was holding it. Yeah. So like, I couldn't say no at this point. I was like, oh my God, like just, I just want to get to my car and leave. So we're walking out to the parking lot. He goes, actually, I don't want to leave yet. I need to go for a walk to get some fresh air. Can you walk around with He's me? He's fucking high. He was and high on something. Something. And I was like, oh, my God. I'm like, okay, let's just walk around like, the building quickly. And then, like, I really have to go. So as we're walking, he's just talking about how he thinks he royally fucked up this date, how he's not usually like this, how he really likes me, mm-hmm. but he's not sure if he set the like a good impression with me. And I'm thinking, yeah, you think? Like, buddy, you're horrible. So he walks me to my car. I open up my car door. I was like, all right, thank you for dinner. He paid for dinner, which was nice. I mean, doesn't make up for any of his behaviors throughout the date, but it was a nice gesture. I get into my car. He literally 
grabs my face and places his lips on mine and like no, try like literally like is suffocating me with his mouth. I like pulled away from him and I was like, you know, was like Did he <laughs> taste like cigarettes? Uh well yeah, he tastes like an ashtray, which is lovely. Mm. Um yeah. So I got into my car, I drove away. I get home and I get a text from him and he says, Hey, did you pay for parking tonight? And I responded, I'm like, yep. He goes, oh, because I didn't. And I had a $300 ticket left on my dashboard. So I went inside the restaurant and talked to the general manager, explaining that I was a guest of the restaurant. He voided the bill for me and then bought me drinks all night. So I'm sitting here right now drinking with the manager of the bar. Yay. Never responded. Good for you. Blocked and deleted the number. <laughs> and that was officially my worst experience, like my first date experience. From oh, man. So never again. Um, I don't know. Yeah. That, like, I, it sucks. But, like, you know what? There are the good ones. Like, I've had a couple good ones. I've had some good ones. I've yeah. had some good ones recently, which is nice. I'm sure people have. Um, I just... I'm so old school in the fact that I love meeting people organically. <laughs> I hate fucking saying that. I hate myself. Yeah. I just like meeting people naturally. And I mean, um, the person that I was dating prior to Chris, um, he who shall not be named, um, I met naturally. Mm-hmm. I mean, um, it was by chance that we met and it was, it was great. Uh, obviously didn't work out and I'm so happy it didn't because I've met Chris and Chris and I met uh for those of you who don't know Chris and I met through our other roommate Dave uh Dave and Chris are friends and uh Chris and I met that way and I think it says a lot meeting someone through friends or through people you know for me personally Mm -hmm. I just I prefer it that way and Chris is the greatest thing to ever happen to me and I love him with all that I am so I've never been happier and I'm I'm kind of a little part of me is like, oh, I'm so glad I met my boyfriend through friends, right? Mm-hmm. Um, not not trying to be a bitch here, like shut down anyone that is online dating or dates people or has relationships. No, no, and I don't dating. think you are. It's 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 just a little it's preference. Um, it's not only it's a little different when you're like also in a gay. It, yeah. Yeah. Like for that. Sure. That's like how. Like not everybody has gay friends. No. And like of gay people, um, there's also a different requirement. And like I mean, some are tops, some are bottoms. Oh, yeah, the whole top and bottom. See, thing. that's a whole nother See, aspect. As heteros, do not have that issue. Exactly. We can so be that both, like, honey. Cuts people in half. <laughs> like. Yeah, we can be both. We're tops good. and bottoms. We're good with that. Uh, no, but like, I, I mean, I've been out to the village with you before many mm-hmm. times, and. For me, what I pick up on is it's a lot of just hookups again, where men it's are a hook out up there. Culture. Yeah, it's a hookup it's a, culture. It's a, it's a hookup culture, and you know, um, like have I had hookups? Oh my god, yes. I've probably had like just as many hookups as I have dates. Is that bad? I don't think so. I'm of course, okay it's with not it. bad. Um, hey, is it- this is one thing I'm going to say. Uh, PSA to anyone out there. <laughs> sex all you want just protect yourself that is exactly what i was gonna say be safe that's all i gotta say i've had those instances where people have been like oh yeah no condoms and Mm -hmm. i'm like absolutely not like that's not like like no and i think it should be like that for uh heterosexual couples or heterosexual hookups as well but do you know how many stories i've heard of people that heterosexual um hookups where 
the guy has been like, oh, I don't have a condom. And the girl's like, well, I'm on birth control. That's okay. And I think a lot of the time women and men will think about sex with the outcome being pregnancy. If you don't use and they need to protection. expand their horizons. It's exactly. not just about like getting pregnant. It's right. also about like major diseases that mm-hmm. like, while a lot of them are controllable, which is great that they've come that far in like research. Uh, but they're also preventable by wearing a condom. Yep. And like, I don't think people realize like, while you may be able to treat some disease with uh, prescription or medication, mm-hmm. um, that those medications are also going to affect your life and your lifestyle. Like, I mean, condoms aren't the greatest of things, but once you're in a monogamous, stable relationship with someone, you can choose to either go on birth course. control if, if that's a thing for you and not use protection in that sense. But if you are single and you're going out there and you're sleeping with people Using protection, i.e. a condom, is the only way you're going to protect yourself against Completely STDs. So yes. it's, it's crucial. It's very important. PSA. PSA. <laughs> All right. Uh, public I, school announcement. <laughs> oh, my no, God. Is that what it stands for? Probably, it's probably like public service announcement. Public we service. There, yeah, don't put there. school in there when we're talking about condoms and stuff. Like, <laughs> not okay. Okay. Uh, I'm going to get into a little fun segment, uh, deal breakers for dating. Ooh, okay. Okay. Uh, first one, crooked penis. Uh, not a deal breaker. What? No. Oh no. Penises come in all shapes and sizes. I can. Cut, uncut, whatever. Um, okay. For me, that's a deal breaker. I'm talking as if I'm single here. Uh, that would be a deal breaker. Um, <laughs> what are you saying? <laughs> I don't want to put. Uh, you know. Re- no comment. All no respect. Comment. I am. Um, very happy. Good. I am very happy. And I'm glad that we'll you're, that's a very important thing. We'll say that. Um, constantly wear, this is very on brand, what I was talking about earlier, constantly wears fedoras. Constantly how? Like how often? Like literally every time he leaves nope. the house. Uh, no. Is Boy, he bald? Bye. No. Has beautiful hair. No. That's a deal breaker. Yeah. Ugh, so weird. I'm oh, Guys, fedoras is not sexy. Please Once in stop. a while, like I'd be like, okay. Um, he high fives strangers on the street. Not a deal breaker. Not a deal breaker. I just kind of be like, like, like if we're talking like, like the person he walks by, he high fives. Well, fuck. No one's going to be that. No one's going to do that. Oh, he's that fucking happy of my life. Is he Ryan Reynolds? Oh, does he look as good as Ryan Reynolds? No, um, is he literally Ryan literally. Reynolds? Because <laughs> then I'd be like, you can have five people all you want, sweetie. You know, me and Ryan Reynolds shared a moment together one time. Yeah. Um, our clothes were on, but uh, he, still, he, still told me, <laughs> he still told me that I rocked. And I was like, well, I can rock your world, Reynolds. Didn't go far. No. Um, He's probably with Scarlett at that time. Oh, Scarlett Johansson. Should we talk about that? Sloppy seconds, anybody? But we're not going to go there. <laughs> um, only people that are super close to me know that reference. Um, that was funny. Uh, okay, so that's not a deal breaker for you. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, okay, uh, he has a balloon fetish. And oh, so for those of you who don't know what a balloon fetish is, it's someone that can only reach orgasm by hearing balloons popping around them. Deal breaker. Yeah, me too. That's like right up there with pony play. How about how about like someone who likes to fuck you wearing a clown costume? Listen, you know, 
No. You would have anyone know my fear of clowns? No, that is not okay. That's that there would be no clowns. You said there would be no clowns. That's fucked up. Yeah. That's fucked up. Okay. Well, that's all. Uh, you have any deal breakers off the top of your head that you want to uh, throw at no, me? No, but I do have a couple surprises for you. What? So, this? dear listeners, <laughs> I told Holly <laughs> that I was going to bring a surprise. Um, she, at first, she was very elated. She's very excited, but then I feel like she was a little concerned. Each, uh, I'm always concerned when it I comes to I brought a you. couple surprises, uh, oh. but I think we're gonna start off. I'm gonna I'm gonna go easy, and then we're gonna get to the one that is gonna be impactful, to say the least. Okay, I'm really nervous okay. actually. I can't see anything right now. My I'm computer. I'm like it from here. Yeah, my computer's covering okay. his hand, so I can't see. The first yeah. one is. I'm going to do this one first. Sorry, I brought three. Okay, this one. Okay. okay. So what is it? So what Greg has handed me is kind of like a, a cardboard white envelope. Okay. That looks like it holds a photo. I'm going to open it up. Oh, my God. Okay. This... You have to describe it. <laughs> Look how small Jordan is. Okay. So the date of this photo is August 21st, 2006. How old were we there? I can't do math. It was 11 years ago. Mm. So 19. 18. 19. We were 19. We were 19. So we were 19 19? Somewhere around there. Um, This is a photo of myself, Greg, his younger brother, Jordan, and his mom, Francine. Uh, Wow. We are at the CNE, and every year when we go to the CNE, uh, we go on the Crazy Mouse ride, and uh, if, for those of you who have not been on the Crazy Mouse, um, it is one of the most equally pathetic and most fun rides. <laughs> That's a good description. <laughs> it's really cool, because once you go up, you see the whole view of Toronto, and it's really rickety and rackety and just really fucking easy, <laughs> yeah. but we love it, and we go on it every year. So when you're decided, uh, they snap pictures of you once you go down the uh, I say this loosely, scary part of the ride. And so Greg's hands are up above his head. He looks like he just saw a fucking clown <laughs> or he shit his pants, in which probably both. I don't know. I'm look like I'm crying and I'm holding on to Greg's arm for dear life. Jordan is laughing and so is your mom. <laughs> so they're having a good time. Me and Greg are petrified. This, oh my God. Wow, 11 Wait, years how ago. How old would he be there? Okay, 11 years ago, he's uh, 18. Oh, my God. He's been, like, seven. Six, seven. Holy shit. That's an old This photo. is great. Okay. That's fantastic. Thank you. That's okay. me back. It's because it's your first full-length episode. Yeah, um, I had to bring all of these prizes. We're 58 minutes in. So this is, oh, this perfect. Is oh, we're doing really well on time. I'm excited. I know. Me too. Um, this one is a little bit different. Okay. Okay, close your eyes. Eyes are closed. Okay. Uh, now, give me a... Dear listeners, I'm forcing her to close her eyes as I hand something to her. Okay. Okay, open your eyes. Oh my god! I can't believe you have this printed off! Okay, to describe, it's a photo that Greg photoshopped of us. Um, we're each... It was Microsoft Paint. Microsoft <laughs> Probably fucking paint. Um, this is when we were in high school. We were probably 18 years old here. I am 
pretending to talk on my phone. And keep in mind, the phone is a Motorola Razor. Pink. With a pink case on it. Like a hot pink case. Greg, we can't see the phone that you're talking on. But we thought we were the fucking hottest shit around. Uh, oh, correction. We, we were. We were, <laughs> we were the hottest we hot shit. And so we were obsessed with Laguna Beach at this point. That entire uh, Laguna Beach is a small little show that was on MTV before the hill. Two boys like Sada. Jace, not Jason. Jason. No, Steve Wait, what was the other one? Oh, my, my car is Dunzo. My car is Dunzo. Oh, and also a uh, little tidbit for the viewers out there. Um, I always thought I was like the hottest shit ever because people would always come up to me and say that I, I say, and they still do actually to this day, say that I look like Kristen Cavallari from the hills and Laguna Beach. So that always made my confidence level go up like 10 points. So I'm just putting that I mean, out there. You do, do kind of look like her. I mean, she's fucking beautiful, so I'll take the compliment. Take the compliment and run. I will. Um, yeah. So, on this photo, since we were so obsessed with Laguna Beach at the time. And ourselves. And ourselves, clearly. Um, Photoshopped onto the photo of us is, um, I guess, Microsoft Paint. Yeah, it does the, the text thing that you can add into a photo. And it says, the real Orange County, Mississauga Road. Yeah, because Mississauga and, and uh, Laguna BLC? Beach are the same fucking thing. Very close. This is um, great. I, yeah, no. This needs to be blown up and put in our living room. I know. Above the television. Okay, I think that's great. Okay. This last one, <laughs> I'm, I'm like, scared. Oh, my God. So take a really... Hey, for the record, I've been drinking my wine, and Holly has barely... Like, she's been drinking it, but, like, barely. This is my podcast. I have to be somewhat sober, but I'm taking another glass. Or... <laughs> Another sip of my glass. There you go. This one I'm not sure exactly how you're going to react to. Um, So what I did earlier today was I went through, I have like a a shoebox of stuff that I keep. Um, And I've made the decision, uh, just because I've moved around a lot, that my keeps, like, sakes have to fit within the shoebox, like, of, like, my memories. Um, And it just helps me edit out the good ones from the bad ones. Mm -hmm. Um, this one I found, I had no idea it was in there, um, was not even looking for it. It was just going through stuff and I found it. I don't know how you're going to react. Um, but we're just going to go for it and, you know, yeah, we're just going to see how this goes. So this is a big surprise. So close your eyes. Last time. Closing my eyes again. Okay. Okay. Keep them closed. No peeking. Okay. Open your eyes. Oh my god. Wow. Okay. Well I didn't know where you wanted to go. But what's your- this is an organic podcast. Um, no, I always said starting this podcast I would be completely open and honest about anything that I talk about because I'm really not scared to talk about anything and I talk about pretty much anything in my life. Um so Greg has handed me uh an invitation to my engagement party when I was engaged. I'd mentioned previously. And I'm sure any of you listening know that I was engaged at one point. Um, yeah, I'm not afraid to talk about this. This doesn't upset me. I mean, I think... I just didn't know how you would react, but I thought it was an important thing to show you because, like... Yeah, no, I, for sure. I, I keep all that stuff. I think and... this is really sweet that you have kept something like this. And, I mean, my engagement party was very crucial for our friendship because you and I remember we when we had a little bit of a falling out. Yeah. And we hadn't talked in a little over a year. And when I when I had gotten engaged, I was at that, that stage in my life where I was very happy and mm-hmm. I wanted to share um 
something like my engagement party with people that I hold in high regard. And you have always been one of those people. Thank you very much. Of course. And so I was really nervous to send you an invitation, but I felt it was appropriate. Um, but yeah, no, like seeing something like this, it doesn't, it doesn't take me to a place where I get sad or upset. It's one of those things that, yeah, I was engaged before Mm -hmm. I was with someone for a long time. Um, he is a great person. Um, I hold no ill will or negative feelings. He's an awesome person. Oh, he is. It's just, I will go for the record. Um, I've seen, uh, a few of Polly's boyfriends. And, um, I can honestly say that like, um, this guy was a great guy. And the one that I see you with now is phenomenal. Phenomenal. Well, Chris is, and I mean, I, Chris is everything to me. He's not only my best friend, he is truly the love of my life. And I will, will go on record with saying that. Oh, he's Um, such a good guy too. I really like him. (laughs) Thank God he's fucking hot. Let me just say that. <laughs> I, like, I like him so much. He's such a good guy. No, looks aside, he's not only gorgeous, uh, he's just his heart and soul. He's so smart and he knows everything about anything. Funny, easygoing. Um, yeah. He's my person. Um, no, but when I look back on something like this, like looking at this invitation, it, you know what? It's just something that happened in my life. And you, you know, I, and, and it's a part of your life. And For I sure. thought, um, when I saw it, like the first thing that I saw was like the joy that it brought me. And that's why I like, kind of mm-hmm. like was like, okay, like, and as you said, this, this podcast that you're trying to create is about relationships. And I thought yeah. that you would, uh, I didn't even know if you had a copy of this, to be honest. You know what? Uh, I probably do somewhere in storage. I mean, mind you, this was, this is going back now two years ago. So I, again, it's not something that I've forgotten about. It's not a time no, in my no. life that I pushed aside. Cause I think that places it into a negative category. It's just something that that's the way my life has gone and it wasn't right for me. And that's not the way my life is supposed to go. And there's nothing wrong with that. No, right? like totally I feel normal. everything happens for a reason and circumstances happen and you meet people and they're either meant to be in your life or they're not meant to be in your life in, in some way or another. Um, I definitely believe the way that my life is going currently, um, relationship wise is the direction it's supposed to go in. I think so too. And like, I can say that as someone who's known you for, um, 16 years almost now, um, that as an outside third party, I've seen so much progression and I've seen so much change and I've seen so much experience. Um, and uh, I'm excited for your future with with your relationships yeah. and just in general. Well, and that's the thing with knowing someone for as long as we have known each other, you watch each other grow and go through all these different life experiences and yeah. Just, I'm just going to talk about myself <laughs> to make it all about me. Uh, no, I'm, I'm going to talk about myself tell for me right more. now. <laughs> tell me more. Tell me more. Oh, no. We have not made it to oh, sorry. <laughs> now the rosé is settling in. Uh, no, I mean, if I look, if I think back on my life just within the last two years, I couldn't have imagined my life to be where it is now. You know what I mean? Like, if I think well, about... No, it will be... It, you go through 
every single thing that you experience in life yeah. uh, is is uh, put there for a reason. Um, I'm not a big, like, fake thing, like, believer. Oh, see, I am. I'm cheesy as fuck when it but comes to that. But I think I, yeah. that things that, like, things happen for a reason, and, like, you can't go back and change the past. The only thing you can do is grow from it. And, um, I personally, like in my life have no regrets. Like there isn't a regret. Um, correction. You have no regrets. Regrets. R-A-G-R-E-T-S. There you go. Mm -hmm. Uh, but, um, yeah. And I, I think it's because you take all of these experiences and you grow from them. Um, for sure. Yeah. So like, I totally see what you mean. Yeah. I just, yeah. And that's the thing, like, Anyone that goes through something and you think, oh my gosh, I can't get over this, or I, I don't know if I can handle this right now, or honestly, and I, and I say this because some of my friends are younger than me, for instance, and mm-hmm. I'll tell them, like, listen, six months from now, you won't, this won't even be a thought to you. This oh, will you be long forgotten. Shit. Like, oh yeah. my God. And I think the older we get, the more we just don't give a fuck. Yeah, I think so. I mean, you know? I, I don't think it's a negative context. I think no. it's a confidence. And confidence not, not 100%. Like, not like, like, earlier we were talking about, like, high school and how we had this, like, fake, like, yeah. confidence where we were just like, we're the shit. Yeah. Um, I'm talking we'll, about, like, we'll be our bitch. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, I think, like, you at, with age comes, like, true confidence. Mm-hmm. True uh, confidence in yourself. Uh, confidence in your decisions. Yeah. Um, and to circle back, like that is what we learn. Circles learned. becoming circles. Circles guys. becoming circles. It's so um, organic. It's organic. Yeah. Uh, and that's what our twenties um, are all about. And, For sure. and now we're gonna go into our thirties. PSA again. I'm just gonna put it out there. I think anyone getting married slash engaged in their twenties is a huge mistake. And I'm probably gonna receive a lot of hate for that, but. I truly believe I have changed between the age of 25 now to almost 30. I have changed myself, let alone between 20 to 30. That's where I did the most of my change. 100%. I can honestly and organically say I am the person that I know full. Like I know myself as a woman, as a being, I know who I am, what I want, what I deserve, everything. I'm so in tune with all of my emotions, everything. So Growing up between the ages of 25 to now almost 30, a lot has changed. And Mm -hmm. I just feel with people making such a lifelong commitment to something like marriage or spending the rest of your life with one person, Mm -hmm. just think twice about it. Yeah. Just give it some time because you will change. It'll happen. It happens. happens. All right. What's our next shit? All right. We're going to close things up because, I mean, wow, that topic got really fucking heavy there for a second. Um... We have lots of opinions on we, lots of things. We're very opinionated people. Deal with it or don't. Um, I want to play a little quick game of Fuck, Mary Kill. So this is Ooh. a game that Greg and I will play randomly. Like, if we're bored at home, Greg will randomly look at me and be like, Fuck, Mary Kill. And I'll be like, okay. Um, exactly like that in that tone of voice as I'm well. I'm bringing out my pad of paper okay, and my so, pen. Right. So you can come up with, with two for me because I have two for you. Okay. Ooh, two for you. Okay. So my first one for you, Gregory Martin Lowe Jr., Jr. Uh, the three I have for Fuck, Mary Kill first round is Hugh Jackman, okay. Jared Leto, okay. Bradley Cooper. 
I tried to make it as difficult as I possibly could. That's actually not too bad. Um, Well, I already know my Mary. He's my number two. Which is who? Hugh Jackman? No, Bradley Cooper. Really? He's my number two. He's your two, eh? He's my two. He Um, might even be, he's actually kind of tied with Ryan Reynolds. They're both different types of men, though. There are two different types of hot. Uh, B. Coop is... I don't know if necessarily I would see him walking down the street. I would be like, ooh, boy. Uh, Ryan Reynolds, on the other hand, having met him in person and having shared a moment with him, he's very dreamy in person. He's, he's uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Classically handsome. Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, okay. okay. Um, yeah. <sighs> but then Bradley Cooper as. Yeah. <laughs> Soccer for the light eyes, I gotta say. Okay, so... So, yeah, my final is Bradley Cooper for Mary. Okay. Uh, fuck is Hugh Jackman. Oh yeah. Yeah, that would be... You know that would be a good time. Sorry. <laughs> kill, kill Jared Leto. Jared Leto You know did. what? You did. You know why Greg He's, is saying kill Jared Leto? Because he was a dick to us when we met him. He was a dick. Also, uh, this is not why I'd kill him, but just, like, fun fact. Apparently... He has the biggest penis in Hollywood. Jared Leto? Jared Leto. And you're still killing him? Still. Bye. Are you truly a gay man? Bye. I'm questioning your sexuality right uh, now. I think Bradley Cooper's my number one. Look well, at we, that man. we don't know what he's packing, honey. All care. right. My second round. Fuck, Mary kill. Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Right. Vin Diesel. Or His Holiness, RuPaul. Oh. I love me, my RuPaul. Oh, that's a... Oh, you had to throw Ru in there. I did. I was trying to think of something to throw off the theme of, like, The Rock and Vin Diesel, like, the meathead, bald, rough around the edges dude. All three of those men are bald. They're all bald. Yeah, sorry. Um, Just so you know. (laughs) You know what? I think of RuPaul and Drag, and I'm like, why is he prettier than me? Fuck you, bitch. Um, Okay, no, you have to pick. Mm. Fuck Mary Kill. Okay, okay. I think I know yours. Actually, what you what you're gonna. I want to. Okay, let me write it down first. Okay. Um. Yeah, I think I know what you're gonna do. For sure. Okay. What am I gonna do? Okay, you're gonna marry RuPaul. Yes. You're going to fuck The Rock. Yes. You're going to kill Vin Diesel because everyone fucking hates Vin Diesel. Okay. Here's the funny thing. As I was thinking this, as I was doing my answers, um. Me and RuPaul, RuPaul and I, excuse me, we have grammar, honey. Grammar uh, would have such a lovely marriage that we probably oh, would have yeah. no sex. I mean, you guys are no, not compatible sexually. But I don't foresee us being compatible no. sexually. I just, I want to marry RuPaul because I feel like he has like these like. Okay, first of all, if you like, you all know who RuPaul is, and if you don't know who RuPaul is. Back the fuck off, boy, bye. Uh, He is is a legend in uh, the gay community, and he's a legend in general. He's a legend in my dreams. Um, So I would would definitely marry him, because I feel like the stories he would have, he was in those, like, clubs and those bars during, like, the club scene in the early 90s. Club 54, or Studio 54, sorry. Yeah, Yeah, like, you know, um, he would just have some amazing stories. 
And he also, sorry, not to cut you off there. Yeah, yeah. He also, RuPaul has his own podcast and he is it's such an, really oh my God, he is an inspiration for me. With Michelle Visage. Yes. Uh, fantastic podcast. If you haven't listened to it already, please go and do it. He's Very just, positive. he's so positive. Such a good, like just a good person. You good know, outlook on life. Like, I want to be, I'm pushing you over as gay best friend aside. I want to put RuPaul in your bitch, spot. I will kill you. <laughs> You gave me like. Um, I gave you hard hitters. I'm really sorry, but that's you the way it goes. Okay. Um, let me think. Let me think. Let me think. Do we want to do fuck Mary kill? Do we want to do deal breakers? I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do a deal breaker. Um, oh. Okay. Okay. So I'm cool you, with this. You show up. Oh, this is on the fly, guys. Uh, you show up to a date. Okay, so this is hypothetically, if I'm single, this is. Okay, I'm yeah. trying to go back into that single state of mind. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> All right. Okay, so you... Um, Just FYI. Sorry, wine hiccup. I would hate to be single now. I really would hate it. I See, I, I'm kind of single, but I'm not single. Not to be, like, that fucking annoying person. Like, I'm in a relationship, and it's yeah. the best thing in my life, which it is. I'm not trying to take it away from that. But I just truly would not want to be single, like, actively dating. Now. So now I'm like, so I'm like single in the sense that like I don't have a boyfriend. Okay, no, I'm just gonna I'm, put this out there. I'm, PSA, uh, Greg has been on what five dates? With I think it's the like same guy? seven or eight. I mean, it seems promising, y'all. So we'll see how that goes. Um, I, I, I like him, but yeah. um, to wrap things up, we'll do a deal breaker. Okay. Okay, we'll do a quick deal breaker. All right. Um, so you uh meet someone uh a, a friend of a friend. It's a blind date. Blind date. Okay. Friend says so I've like, never seen a photo of him? Never seen a photo of him. Okay. Your friend tells you, who you trust and you have faith in. As you tells would you, friend, yes. Um, I really like him. He's perfect for you. He's very good looking. Um, and then you're like, okay, I'll go on the date. Why not? You go on the date. And as soon as you walk in, the first thing you see when you see this man is like a dime-sized mole Right here. Okay, do you know right, how big a right dime up, is? Right above his lip. No. Right above his lip. Okay. Dime size mole. Is there a hair coming out of the mole? He keeps it plucked. <laughs> so he manscapes. Okay, what does he. Is there someone you could compare him to aesthetically that I could visualize here? Mm, good looking guys. No, no, I need someone to compare. Like, I actually need to think of somebody. He looks like the ugly Ryan. What's his name? Oh, Ryan Glassway. Okay, fuck <laughs> off. Right? And Sarah Ellero, shout out to my girl Sarah, who, oh, I miss you so much. She's living in Australia right now. She loves Ryan Gosling more than I do, and I never thought it was possible. It, when she listens to this, she's going to freak the fuck out. He is not the ugly Ryan. He is the ugly Ryan. He, he is, is eternally Ryan. the hot Ryan. His eyes are too close together. Forever, Noah. Um, no, but you know what? He makes the eyes close together things sexy. 
Um, so he looks like Ryan Gosling. Except he has that big old damn size mole. I mean, honey, concealer was created for a reason. And no, we're talking 3D. Like, oh, it's a 3D thing. Yeah. Well, mole. he could pull the Enrique Iglesias and get it removed. It's a dime. I don't think they're going to be able to remove it. Have, did you see Enrique's mole? It was pretty bad. Okay. I mean, I'm not a bitch. I don't really judge people based on appearance. If he had the mole on his face and I walked into the date, obviously I would be put off at first. But if he was a nice guy and, and had a great personality, great personality yeah. made me laugh because funny is number one for me. Uh, make me laugh. If I can make you laugh, if we have the same sense of humor, I'm smitten. I'm good. Chris can do a phenomenal. Your boyfriend, Chris, does the best Bernie Sanders Listen. I've ever heard in my life. Love you, Bernie. I want to see more of you, Bernie. Come closer, Bernie. Like Come closer, Bernie. The first time that Chris did the Bernie Sanders impression was very early on to us dating. And I almost blurted out at that moment, I love you. Because <laughs> uh, that's how great the impression is. Um, yeah, he does a great Bernie Sanders. It's actually like, if you close your eyes, it's either like Larry David slash Bernie Sanders is in the room with you. Uh, no, so funny is very crucial for me. And you have to be goofy and silly looks come second in that department for me. So mm-hmm. I feel that if I initially wasn't attracted to him physically, if I was attracted to his personality, the whole mole thing, it could be subsided. I, yeah. I, so no, that's not a deal breaker for me. All right. No. All right. Crooked penis on the other hand. Crooked penis got you. <laughs> bye <Bye-bye>. bye. Bye bye. <laughs> All right, y'all. Uh, this has been an amazing second podcast. Technically, it was your first full-length podcast. Yeah, my first one was only 16 minutes, uh, and it was solo golo, but this one has been uh, incredible. It's been so much fun. I feel even more bonded to you. Twinkle fingers together. Um, So, Greg, thank you for joining me on this. Thank you for having me. I mean, you have no choice because you live with me, and I kind of, like, bossed you into doing this podcast. No, I was I, I would have done it anyway. No, I texted him today while I was at work and I asked him if he would be a date for this. Yeah, yeah, thank you. Okay, you know what? Sorry, I'm slamming books down. I know this microphone is really fast. It sounds sensitive. Greg canceled a date tonight to do this podcast with me and honestly and this was a guy that he actually really liked. And he was very understanding, which was another What did you say to him? I have a podcast No, I the first thing I said was can you do like is it possible that we can get together tomorrow? And he said yes. And I said, oh. And then he said, sorry, he didn't say yes. He said, yeah, totally, if tomorrow works better for you. Okay. How nice is that? He sounds like a nice guy. I, I have high hopes for this uh, chat. He I, wants the link to this podcast, too. Okay. Well, uh, Matt, if you want a link to this podcast, um, <laughs> follow me on Facebook. Um Definitely will send it to you for sure. I need all the listens that I can get because it makes me feel good about myself. I'm not going to lie. Um, <laughs> well, thank you for having me, as you were saying. And I, 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 I'm, I'm honored that I am here for your first full-length podcast. Dude, this was epic. Uh, I love you so much. Uh, thank you. I think we ha- shared a lot of interesting stories. I think people are really, fine. we're really relatable people. Relatable. Uh, anything you want to add in before we end? Do you want to lay out your um, Instagram, your Snapchat. Yeah, you can follow me on Instagram at this, uh, sorry, at this is me here. Mm-hmm. Um, that's probably the best place to find me. And honestly, it's where I have the most clout. I said clout. The most clout. Um, if y'all want to follow me on Instagram, my 
handle is it's hall that's i-t-s-h-o-l that's the same for twitter and instagram if you would like to follow me on snapchat and just see all the stupid bullshit that i post on there uh, that i think is pretty funny you can follow me at it's hall with the number four beside it because someone took the it's hall Someone, I don't even know what my Snapchat is. Here, guys, you're gonna hold for one. Second. Okay, you. I'll explain this. I was really put off when someone took its haul because, bitch, that's my thing. But uh, it's its haul with the number four beside it on Snapchat. Uh, Greg is gonna pull up his handle is, here. Is, this is how old I am. Is that mine? Oh well. Okay, so yeah, no, that's the number is the amount of activity you have on Snapchat, which is very low. So you should be ashamed. I'm not gonna read that number out loud. Uh, Greg's Snapchat is greg.low, low is spelled L-O-W-E. For any of y'all that want to follow us on social media and see what uh, bullshit we've been up to, uh, this has been another wonderful podcast of Here for a Good Time. And by wonderful, I mean my second one, and I'm three glasses of rosé in. So thank you, Greg, for everything. It's been a blast. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much. And we will see you all next time. Bye. Bye.